Hey listeners, before we get into this episode, I have a quick ask to make. I started this podcast as a research project on how to be a top individual contributor in the product design space. My goal for the show was to learn what it takes to be an individual contributor that's doing amazing, impactful work that they love doing day in and day out and getting paid top dollar while they do it. Becoming that type of individual contributor is the ultimate job security. With close to 100 hours of interview recordings, this has naturally led to the creation of the short form video articles that synthesize my learnings into 10 minute listens of actionable content. You might recognize these as my morning walk episodes or the hashtag shorts episodes. To my surprise, those episodes have been very well received and listeners have enjoyed the synthesis of what I've learned. This has led to the next chapter of my research project, which is beginning to synthesize what I've learned into a new newsletter called Thinking Out Loud About Design that you can subscribe to right now for free. Thinking Out Loud About Design is an email newsletter and podcast that basically contains all my synthesis for my long form interviews. It's pure distilled learnings that you can apply to your career immediately. This content is for you if you are a couple years into your career and you're trying to make that move from mid-level to senior designer and senior designer to staff designer. I mainly focus on becoming high-performing individual contributors in the product design industry. A free subscription gives you full access to the newsletter, podcast episodes, and website. You won't have to worry about missing anything because every new edition of the newsletter goes directly into your inbox. So my ask is this. If you have gotten any value out of the way of product design, or if it's helped you in any way or someone you know, please subscribe to Thinking Out Loud About Design and get the distilled learnings on being a staff-level individual contributor. You can find a link to the newsletter in the show notes of every episode of this podcast and on my LinkedIn page. Just look up Caden Damiano. Thanks again for listening and supporting the way of product design. I wouldn't be doing this if you guys weren't listening. Now, on to the show. Now, uh, this isn't a paid endorsement by Dribble, but um, I'm going to give you guys this uh, free one because Dribble is kind of synonymous with the, the visual design portfolio, you know, graphic designers, UI motion designers. It's uh, a lot how a lot of people get work in the industry, but this 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 uh, recording should actually be called "Why Visual Design." So I was, um, like, why, why do it? Why have a Behance? Why, why have, like, show snapshots of your high-fidelity work? And so, like, one day I was talking with a, uh, you know, prominent design leader. He, he's featured on this podcast, but, um, and actually he probably said this in one of the episodes, that the way he sees... Um, design going, like the industry, like the profession as a whole, is that eventually, uh, most companies, like all, all decision making around color theory and um, you know, visual design is going to get centralized into like one team, and then the rest are just going to move around Legos. So, you know, you spend your entire career, I mean, you're, you're, you know, your early training as a designer learning color theory and how to pick buttons and how to, 
decide what corner radius to use and drop shadows and all that stuff. And you go into a pre-established product team. And those decisions have already been made. And you just have a bunch of components that you need to rearrange on a, on a page. And now your job is more about solving product problems and creating new products. And, uh, and actually thinking about the user experience. You're not thinking about visual design anymore as much. You know, you just, you, you, hey, 8-pixel grid, understand layout and padding. You're, you're good because the typography's already been picked too. So, um, like that kind of diminishes uh, knowing visual design and kind of puts the onus to learn more about product design. Not like the actual design the variables of a product and then you kind of build the UI based on the design system. Now, another aspect of the industry of design is um, the fact that, you know, there's more and more companies uh, maturing. So, um, you know, you look at Envision's model maturity, you know, you have the level ones, which are just basically, you know, production designers level twos, uh, production designers who user test their production designs. Uh, and then three, where you know design ha- is, has its own organizational department, you know, and there, there's a director of design and you know, maybe potentially a VP of design. And then if, if that, and usually like the teams are larger, um, like there's going to be more level three companies because you know design's getting more headcount across all the lot across the industry. There's more and more design jobs being made because the value there's value in having designers on product teams. So two things are happening: more people are there's going to be more level three teams, you know, larger headcount, um, department departmentally bought in. Um, so you're, you're going to be reporting to a director of design, not like some VP of product. A director of design might be reporting to a VP of product. So that kind of shows like where we're at today is that there's going to be that a lot of design teams are nested in product right now. But I think more and more there's going to be more executive designers that are going to, uh, you know, be organizationally partitioned from product. So we're gonna have more level three design teams. Those level three design teams, which tend to be larger, um, and uh, gonna need to re- require some organizational efficiency. You're gonna have more design systems. Those visual design decisions are gonna be made systematically. So like designers are going to be hired less and less for visual design jobs. Um, so why visual design? Visual design is an insurance policy to your employer. It's like when you're applying at a company, if you show good visual design skills, that acts as an insurance policy that comes with you if they hire you. Now let me explain. Um, I'm gonna explain why junior designers should have very strong visual UI skills. Um, and then two, I'm gonna talk about why uh, me, a more experienced designer, um, 
invested like a thousand dollars into Matt Smith's shift nudge course. Why did I invest more money into learning it when I'm finding out that once you break into the industry, your job isn't to um, make the components as much anymore. It's more about solving problems and not having like good, uh, you know, product thinking and UX skills. And that's like really what the value add is as a designer. Um, first off, like it's insurance and policy, both ends experience, experience or not. When you're trying to break into the industry and the hiring manager is looking at your work. Yeah. You're it's, you should have case studies showing your UX process. But from what I've learned interviewing a ton of hiring managers is that they don't read them unless they're really dedicated and like staying up late at night do outside their actual jobs. Um, so like they just need to be laid out in a way where they could skim it. But the probability of you breaking into the industry goes up when they see a dribble page or your, your portfolio website with some nice high fidelity screenshots. Um, when they see those things, their confidence in hiring you goes up because they know that if they made a mistake hiring you, like you don't have really good product thinking skills and you don't have uh, strong UX skills, at least they could tell you what to do because they have strong, hopefully, hopefully your director of design has strong product thinking skills. Um, if they mess up, at least they could tell you what to do and they know that like you, you could execute with a high level of craft. And if you're throwing your work through enough design critiques and iterations, that, you know, a decent, if not really good solution will eventually come up. And that's the same for experienced designers. Even if you have a, a lot of like a business uh, outcomes, you know, like customer value added, um, you know, KPIs that you have really pushed because you made the X and Y design decision. Um, at the end of the day, you know, there's experienced designers that don't do that. And having a strong uh, visual design skill set provides that insurance that if they made a mistake in hiring you, it's gonna work out at a minimal level. Like at least they could break even on their investment. You know? um, now, why once you're more experienced, you know, and you actually like have cut your teeth and you know actually have some things to point to, you know, some dragons you've slain, like uh, you know, increasing uh, user base or increasing revenue. Um, why still learn visual design when you're working at enterprise companies with established design systems? Um, because all the trash I talk about, you know, went towards designers that just focus on visual and UI. And I was a, I, I was a big trash talker early in my career because I, for me strongly, like the value add of designers is not the colors you pick even though those are real, like, that was what I used to think. But really strong UI skills help your UX skills because there's no such thing as a product that doesn't have some kind of interface with the customer. Like you, there is like a tactile surface level um, aspect of product design that, 
can be a differentiator. We need to be able to speak to it and how it improves the user experience. Um, stylistically, um, tactically, like how does the drop shadow create affordances uh, for usability? Yeah, you know, stuff like that. Like understanding and having a good grasp on all the different uh, levers of UI design um, and how to pull and adjust those levers is going to um, allow you to come up with more robust ideas um, for UX. Like, a, So here's like an outcome of someone that doesn't understand UI design and just has product thinking is usually their solutions tend to be form fields and buttons. Um, and maybe some copywriting, but sometimes, you know, there's other ways to collect data besides forms. But if you don't have good UI design, you can't ideate those solutions. So, you know, understanding, having like a good understanding of spacing layout allows you to like one, like it allows you to work faster too. Um, good UI design allows you to have a good command of like what content you want consumed first by the user through good visual hierarchy. Um, you could actually influence how they consume content. Uh, if you don't have a good visual understanding of UI or visual design, like you're going to suffer. Your experience is not going to ex be executed at the highest level. Um, but down to it, you know, it's, it's all about speed to take longer. And that's annoying. Um, I'll see like <laughs> you could hire someone and be, they could be really good product thinkers, but they can't execute and you need to hire another person to do the actual execution work. That's really frustrating to a hiring manager. Um, you need to be able to show that when it comes down to it, you begin to sketch Figma RxD and really do the job. So why visual design, uh, UI design? Um, like for me, the biggest benefit is speed, confidence that you can quickly ideate, create prototypes and iterate really fast. And you, and you know what things to iterate on and focus on so you can be more focused and surgical in your work um and then like the second biggest roi is that it's an insurance policy that makes you more hireable <laughs> now as you get more experienced in the field you, the less and less i mean and if you go into like more of the management track and that's what i'm doing um the less ui you're going to do because the value you add is um like high level system decisions um, that uh, on like more of the tactical. Um, and that's what I'm learning is that the more experienced I get and the more strategic value I add, the less UI work I do. And that's okay because that's that that is a path in design. But I never would have got where I was today if I couldn't work my way around rapid iterations and uh, actual like layout and UI design. So uh, chew on that. 
Uh, let me know what you think. Um, and I'm sure if you are converted to having some kind of supplemental visual portfolio along with your UX portfolio and dribble, I can get you an invite. So hopefully this is helpful. And uh, if it wasn't, let me know.